two to tie. Michigan would have to bring it Oh, he walked. He walked and the referee missed it. Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he crosses too many timeouts. That's a technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technical. He, he calls a timeout. He doesn't realize that's Michigan's too many. And so it'll be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and All right. It's week 16. We're back. Two weeks in a row. We've done it again. I'm with the fellas, Kari Pope. We're here. How are we feeling? That the Christmas spirit's in the air. The NFL playoffs are in the air. The NBA season's about to actually start. So it's a great time to be alive, fellas. Yeah, it is a good time, man. Um, uh, Fantasy playoffs are here. If any, you know, if everybody here made the playoffs, that's big as well. Um, Travis Etienne, he did enough for me tonight. He did enough to, to do something for me. You know, I wanted a bit more, but I'm greedy. You know, but it, it's a good time. I'm in the spirit. Yeah, I need an Evan Ingram to get some type of touchdown today, just because, um, he was my big, uh, free agent pickup that I instantly played for fantasy playoffs because why not, right? Let's get risky. But yeah, I kind of yeah. wanted a little bit more. It was him or Dalton Schultz. And da- Dalton Schultz had, like, up and down weeks. So he'll have, like, four points one week and then 18 the next. There's no rhyme or reason. I but I'm kind of fit. My free agent pickup for the playoffs in my other league, that's not our league, um, was J.K. Dobbins. I don't know how he was still out there, but I said, okay, absolutely. He's still out there in a couple of leagues, yeah. I, hey man, I mean, I hey man, it. fuck fantasy. I lost by three points, and I had Brian Robinson. I don't want to talk about it. Ooh. Nah, brother, they took that joint back. Mm. And the Commanders OC just came out today and was like, "How did Brian Robinson get like no carries in the second half? Like he only had twelve carries on the day." He was like, and "This what is exactly, that? this is exactly why I've been saying Ron Rivera needs to go home and be a family man." I understand that you know he's a <laughs> cancer survivor. You know what I'm saying? This time in his life is precious right now. He needs to go home and be with his grandchildren because he don't need to be on the sideline because it don't make no damn sense how Brian Robinson was getting the ball, getting seven yards a carry probably, eight yards a carry. I mean, oh. anytime they touched him, he was getting three additional yards. They couldn't not one we can't, tackle. We can't, we can't talk about that without talking about J.K. Dobbins okay. and Gus <laughs> Edwards getting almost eight to ten yards a clip, and they don't even run them in the second half. Of last week's game. The Ravens were in it the entire game. And J.K. Dobbins had like 130-something yards in the entire second half. He was like, you know what? Let's just not, you know? Let's not. I mean, I could go on forever just, about that, bro. It was, it was co- <laughs> coaching malpractice all across the league. Not to step on the Brian Robinson point because I feel it, right? But I was I was on the, the beneficial end of that because I was going against Brian Robinson. In one of my playoffs, so I'm good. Well, I bet on Brian Robinson that day to get a touchdown, so I was a little Ooh. upset about that myself. Yeah, but that, no, that's gambling. Super, super nasty work. But speaking of interesting situations and coaching and stuff, you know, we're, we're recording this on a Thursday night, pretty late after the Thursday night game. We, we just saw the Jets lose again. Uh, we saw Zach Wilson get benched for some guy I've never even heard of. Like, he's like yeah. the Jets, I guess, technically fourth-string quarterback. Uh, with Mike Whiteout, Chris Streveler. Yeah, I don't Strebler. know who's. I don't even. Yeah. I didn't even know this. That doesn't even sound like a real person, let alone an NFL quarterback. <laughs> and he came in, and he came in and looked better than Zach Wilson. So he's not even. He's like the watered down version of the watered down version of Taysom Hill. Yeah, basically. I don't even know. I don't even know what I was watching, but I just know whatever <laughs> I was watching, it was better than what I was watching before of Zach Wilson. So I yeah, that's supposed to be. That seems to be a consistent thing with Zach Wilson is whoever comes in, you know, to relieve him of his duties at the time, they come in and, and the offense looks much better, whether it's Mike White, Joe Flacco, uh, that guy. Like, it's kind of, I mean, anybody. yeah. I mean, at that point, you know, the, there's they're, no more excuses for Zach Wilson. <laughs> plucking grocery clerks out of Wegmans to run the Jets offense better than the number two overall pick. But, I mean, if you guys were listening to the actual audio broadcast, most of the time I'm doing something else, so I don't. But to hear the crowd roar at MetLife every time Chris Trevler did anything. He got two yards, and they were roaring for him after booing Zach Wilson pretty much since the first quarter. It was insane. Him, like, yeah, no, it was. He gave, he gave them nothing to cheer for, so, I mean, there is that. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, 
hey man, you can't you can't be a quarterback in the NFL with just IG highlight tapes. Yeah, I it, it, I saw on Twitter someone said that Zach Wilson looks like he played quarterback just by YouTubing Aaron Rodgers highlights, and <laughs> and that's exactly what it looks like. Except it like, looks good in shorts. Do it and and it, the thing is, it's like I was saying this in my group chat, but like he has the arm talent. Like he has talent. We're not saying that, oh, but it's I'm like all of mental. Talent. I'm, yeah, I'm that's what I'm saying. Arm, it's so like, much big. It's so much bigger than just being able to throw a freaking spiral, man. That's, that's like, yeah, that's there's like a million saying, like, people in the world who could do that. You know? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, I like you know, I can get a lot of people who can like dunk a basketball. It doesn't mean they're gonna like they're good at basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I, yeah, I, can, I can find a lot of people who can just fling a football far. It doesn't mean anything. Like, I'm so sick of the fucking arm talent, blah blah. blah. Yep. Like, and gets into like and, you know, the hype of not even to make it a race thing, but the arm talent thing only is like some big joker for when it's a white quarterback that's mediocre. Oh yeah, 100%. absolutely. <laughs> no one cared about Jamarcus Russell's arm talent or Byron Leftwich or any of these guys. As soon as they like showed chinks in the armor, Cardell Jones, I remember he had a rocket, right? As soon as he threw his first pick, get to the back of the bench, bum. Like that's how they <laughs> treated it. Like it was wild, man. That game was just it, I almost came away from it, like, disappointed that I thought the Jaguars should have did a lot more than what they did. Oh, yeah, no, they, 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 the Jaguars got handed the game. They didn't play well. I mean, Trevor Lawrence definitely, like, has been getting better and better all year and as an individual looked really good. But collectively, they didn't look that great. And they, you know, they just have – they had, someone had the – They were win, fortunate. You know I mean? Yeah, like, they were yeah, fortunate someone, they went against yeah. uh, Zach Wilson today. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, Trussler. <laughs> Yeah, or and because what I, I what I told myself in my head was like Doug P, the Jaguars head coach, was looking at um, how much Zach Wilson was struggling. I was like, we're just going to be conservative as ever because the first play was a fumble, right? Quentin Williams got the fumble off of Trevor Lawrence, so it's like, oh, here we go. So maybe he just went super conservative just because he knew the Jets couldn't move that offense at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's definitely part of it. But that also means, you you know, that kind of lowers the ceiling of, you know, your performance, which is fine because they just had to have a certain floor. One. So, you know, yeah. you know, that's smart. So my question to you guys, yeah. though, is, you know, what did the Jets do with quarterback? Because they look like they're a team that's pretty much good at every position besides quarterback, especially, you know, on defense and they have weapons and everything. And so I'm going to list some names for quarterbacks that are, you know, potential, you know, I guess suitors or on the market to some degree. You know, we're looking at like Geno Smith, uh, Derek Carr, maybe Jacoby. The return, of, the return of Geno to the Jets. Oh, man. I mean, as a whole, I mean, it's, you know, a totally different coaching staff, totally different GM. You know, I, I, you know I, at this point, I'm sure that they would be very happy to welcome him back. Um, but I don't know. Where, what do you guys see? I mean, I mean Lamar. I mean, I see saw, saw someone say, you know, they should trade everything for Lamar. I mean, which I guess kind see, of a lot double of question. Say that. Yeah. I mean, is is Lamar on the trade block? Like, I I I'm starting to think that the Ravens have been sabotaging him so they don't have to pay him as much money. Like, that's really what I'm starting to believe. You don't know, man. That's a conspiracy <laughs> that may have some merit. It may have some merit, dog. Like, I, I mean, when I watched that game last Sunday, I mean, even though Lamar didn't play, it's just like they're just sabotaging everything. I mean, the play calling is even different, you know, um, compared to when a backup is in. So, I don't know, man. It, it's um, But as far as the Jets, man, Unless they're throwing everything for Lamar, um, I think that they should just move forward um, with Mike White and see what he can do next season. I don't think they have a lot of young players. Um, I don't think they have like extremely high expectations. Like, they exceeded expectations already this season. I don't think anybody anticipated them to look as good as they have, you know, throughout the season, even though they're on like a little skid right now. Um, but I think we Mike know White has. We yeah, I think I think Mike White has some uh, talent, man. I think he he could at least show you something. He deserves an opportunity, you know, at least Absolutely. if they're not. I don't think I'm not in. I don't think Derek Carr is what they want. You know, I don't really see a Geno Smith reunion. I think they should get. I think they should get Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is the type of quarterback where if you have everything good around him, he's going to be as good as the talent you put around. him. And uh, he's not great. He's not going to take them to a Super Bowl, but I think he is going to be that bridge to where they can be competent for a few years and then maybe like go all in on a real quarterback if that makes sense all right two things two things number one 
Derek Carr, if the Ra- if the Raiders got rid of Derek Carr after dangling him as bait to get Devontae Adams long term, that is mm-hmm. shifty, and I applaud the move. Right? I, I, I think they definitely will. I don't think him and but Josh McDaniels mesh at all. So what? They, they extended Derek Carr. Here's the thing, though. They extended him. He's making $40 million for the next three years. But they already paid him his guaranteed money. If they cut him next year, he's $5 million dead cat. That's insane when you think about it. Like, Yeah, no, that's true. Him- but, I, but I think, I think but, that's all the more reason why they're going to cut bait with him. I don't think – they're either going to have to cut bait with him or they're going to have to cut bait with Josh McDaniels because they clearly don't mix – and they like they don't trust each other. I don't other. think they can cut bait with Josh McDaniels financially. Exactly my point. Still exactly my, exactly my point. They can't. They can't pay three coaches at the same time. So that, the logical thing to me is that they're gonna have to get. Even if he doesn't deserve it, I think Derek Carr is gonna end up getting scapegoated out of there. Oh yeah, it's only going to take them missing the playoffs and him having some like under two hundred yard one pick game. He he's not That'd like the meltdown guy. He's not the well, that, well, guy that's going to throw four picks in a game, but he's going to underwhelm for sure. Yeah, well, they're not making the playoffs, so I mean that's already one out of two things checked. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think I think Derek Carr is you know, and he's and he does a very Jets court because he because you know the Jets are going to hype him up, you know the media is going to hype it up, and then he's going to we're come overlooking in and, and something. We're oh, overlooking dude. something like crazy. Now, the next Jets quarterback is not Mike White. He'll be there for competition, right? Similar to what Taylor Heineke was with the Commanders, and then they brought in who they really wanted. It's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. I was thinking Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo as well. I was thinking about Jimmy Jimmy. Garoppolo. Robert Sala went against Jimmy Garoppolo in practice when he was with the 49ers. He already knows that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be Mr. Conservative. Well, he might know that Jimmy Garoppolo is ass. But think about it. The Jets have... Brees Hall coming back. I haven't seen a Jets running back in a minute that got the fan base this excited. This is almost like Saquon Barkley levels of he can carry a team if healthy. Right. Right. So get Jimmy G. You already have the weapons. You have the conservative quarterback that's not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to lose your games, right? Because the Jets are probably going to go even more all in on defense next year. So I think it's it's got to be Jimmy G. He's back in the AFC East. He's New York, right? He's, I mean, he's he's built for it. Come on, that that I mean, is that is screaming op- Jimmy G. No, it's definitely an option. I think it works both ways. Like to your point, like Robert Sala might be so, I don't want what's the word, not comfortable, but just like he knows Jimmy G so well, he might not think he's good. You know, I'm sure that 49ers defense was giving him hell in practices. So I think that could kind of work both ways. But to your point, like I think it does that does make a lot of sense. Like. Ultimate yeah, game not manager. A bad option. He's got the you know charisma or whatever for New York. I think he would handle the media stuff well. So like, I think that's definitely a viable option as well. Yeah, that, so I, that I, was I would, my number I would one personally option. pick Derek Carr. I would pick Derek Carr, but I think Jimmy G is right there and probably more available. If, you know, he'll be a free agent. So, are we sure that the Denver Broncos won't outright cut Russ and eat the, no. all of the dead money? No, nah, they can't. They because they're burning the they, house down. No, they're they burning do the house down. I mean, they're yeah, but you, coast, but you, they're tanking. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah but that, yeah, no, for sure. But they're they're for sure gonna fire the coach first year or whatever. Like they can't, especially after they, bro, they're about to give up a top five draft pick because, and then they're gonna no. release Russell Wilson. Like they can't, you can't do that. Even if even if it's the smartest thing, like you, they, you, you just can't. You can't admit defeat one year in. After you just gave up a top five draft pick, you you just can't. So what if the Jets bump their head on the wall and say, "Let's get Russ and here's some picks"? I don't think that the picks that they give would be enough for the Broncos to feel good about it. Like, like that's like a very much like, like from a football standpoint, I I see what you mean, but from like a sell it to my financial. Fans, yeah, financial yeah, yeah, and sure. sell it to the fans like this is the what we're doing like now come buy tickets after you just did all that for russell wilson and now you're what are the jets going to give up a, a couple third rounders for him a i mean the, the, like, the only reason i mean Wentz went for a first to go to the colts a second to come back right to the commanders but I, the only reason why i say this is because there's a new ownership group in denver right they didn't make any of these choices or hire these people they can decide to go scorch earth, burn it all down, and just keep Patrick Sertan. I mean, that's true. Really to say. 
Look, I mean, we're they started yeah. clean. Slate. I agree with Ronnie, man. That's just something you can't do. You can't. You just can't just, do. And, and yeah. this is not a it's yeah. not a Derek Carr situation where all the guaranteed money like this is like too much dead money for the next couple no, of years. Yeah. Like, they're they're going to have to they ride. Would be, they would basically ride. punt all of next year. But if yeah. you do that, guess who's available? Caleb Williams, who looks like he's going to be a Patrick Holmes type of. You know what I mean? I'm just, I mean, I, just I feel it, but like I like I, I get it. And like if this was Madden, like this would be a flawless plan. But like, or if this was like the NBA and like Sam Hinkie was your GM, a flawless plan. Like the NFL just doesn't work this way. Like I just, like this is like you're like 20 years ahead of your time. Like the NFL, they're not like they're just not gonna operate this way. I've been called a visionary at some point. You know, I, a lot of I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna say I don't know, I, I don't. I was gonna actually start naming some names. Not uh, tonight. All um, right, so next quarterback who I'm interested to talk about, who I think is in a very interesting position, um, is Geno Smith. One, from the perspective of if you're Seattle, do you bring him back? Because you have some draft capital if you really wanted to, like, go draft a quarterback, for example. Um, you know, like, obviously Geno Smith's not going to be making $40 million, but I'm sure he'll be making somewhere around twenty next year, um, being someone starter. Um so I don't know. I, I think it's just curious from both sides. Like, if you're the Seahawks, do you want to bring Geno back? If you're Geno, do you just go to we the highest bidder? We know how uh, we know how this ends. It's the NFL, bro. It's going to be a franchise tag. Geno can have all. They're going to make you do it again. No, yeah. they, give them a prove a deal. You know, give them the a little. Seahawks, yeah, but, I, I but can see that. That's the thing. If Geno hits the open market, he's going to sign somewhere else. I, and I get it. But who do yeah, you give him? A, that's a lot right of money. Bro, that's a yeah. lot of money. Franchising, yo, yeah. going going from where Geno Smith was to one year later getting the franchise tag. Like, I mean, I feel it. Like, even like Kirk Cousins got the franchise tag, so I, I understand. But like, quarterback, I mean, is not what they were when Kirk Cousins uh, was getting. You that give tag. him a proof. You give him a one year deal, man. Because this is, I mean, yes, he but Geno Smith's not going to take a one year deal at that point. He's going to tell Gino you the franchise tag. Geno Smith not, is going to get to the him. open market. If Geno Smith gets to the open market, somebody's going to give him minimum, minimum $50 million over a two-year period or something like that. Minimum. Yeah, There's too that's many bad quarterbacks in the league right now. That's a fact. I can like, see that. It, it, it just is. Mitchell Trubisky just signed, what, $30 million to go to Pittsburgh? Like, awful. And he was just Josh Allen. He didn't even play the year before that. He was just the backup on the Bills. Like, yeah, they're – there's no way Geno Smith takes a one-year deal unless you franchise tag him. He's been on one-year Correct. deals for like three, four years in a row now. Like then he finally got his chance to cash in. Like there's he'll go back to the Jets on some. Well, I mean, I think that's the cost of doing business because the Seahawks don't have anybody to pay. This was supposed to be a tanking team, and all of a sudden, Pete Carroll was just saying Drew Locke looks good in practice in the middle of like a five-game winning streak or something. Bro, they, like I'm gonna say they, they, bro, they wanted nasty. Drew Locke to win that job so bad. <laughs> it, they, like they were begging they were begging oh. they were begging for him to be good but he's ass he was in um, my one of my classes at mizzou he, he stinks but um <laughs> also but shout I, out I just, no love for the former class nah no love he's he's always been <laughs> arm talent that's all you know hey man they can last it when you got that complexion you can last in the league long enough by just throwing some pretty spirals um, and, yeah and he's got I, a little and he's got a little rhythm you know there, there's no way Geno Smith leaves the state of Washington. I, I just don't think they're going to tag him. Even if it's a tag to try to get some compensation out of somebody, they're not letting him walk for free and trying to take some stupid third-round comp pick. That's not – I don't think that that's a pl- uh, plausible scenario, especially with all the capital and ammo they have. Yeah. No, I agree. I, mean, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. He's, he's I mean, not going nowhere. They're gonna just tag him. It's gonna look nasty as hell, but they're gonna. Yeah, tag him. sounds nasty, in my opinion. Yeah, but I get it. I get the rationale. I understand. But yeah, they might and they might cut ties with Jamal Adams, so they might have some extra cash. They should. And the defense yeah. got better as he's been injured. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden you look and they're like, "Whoa, the DBs are really good," and I forgot that Jamal Adams was even on the team. Twenty yeah, million dollars a year because he he injured himself in the first game of the freaking season. Yeah, I mean, and and gone for the season last year. Gone for the season, like, and I love Jamal Adams since LSU. But once you get that, once you get that bag, man, that price on your head is pretty heavy. Yeah. All right. Another question for you guys: 
last question before we get into these picks. Uh, if you're the Commanders, are you riding with Taylor Heineke? Are you bringing back Wentz? Are you riding with Taylor Heineke for the rest of this year and then finding a whole new quarterback? Like, what's what's the situation do y'all feel? You ride with Heineke for the rest of the year and then look for another quarterback. I think Heineke, the team likes him. Obviously, they have, like, a spark whenever he's in the game. He doesn't win games, but the team likes him or whatever. Exactly. Uh, they it's the complete opposite for Carson Wentz. They need they need to start Carson Wentz, but then well, they weren't winning the games. Plays with Carson they call Wentz. for Heineke. That's why they need to call the plays they call for Heineke, but call it for Wentz. Because we know that, I, that Carson's love, not doing what he wants, bro. We know what Carson does. Well, then bench his ass if he's going too well, off the script and have a beer, right? Yeah, we're I mean, well, then we're right back to where we are. Heineke, Heineke literally just lost the game because he was he didn't get the ball in the freaking end zone. Like that's the difference. He though. Was, you have expectations of Carson Wentz. Like Heine, Taylor Heineke doesn't have any expectations. He doesn't win games. He doesn't lose them. Bro, does, it's a command. Know? It's a Commanders quarterback. I haven't had expectations for a Commanders quarterback in a decade. It it I because anything that can go wrong at that position will go wrong at that position. I had hope for RG three. Not gonna lie. So it's been about a decade. So I had, I had RG three hope, not Kirk Cousins hope. But I just I personally, Wentz is the guy that you traded for. That's the guy you paid. If we're gonna put Taylor Heineke in there and watch the defense keep them in games, and Taylor throws his. Fuck it, Terry McLaurin is out there somewhere, ball, and hope and cross his fingers. Then it is what it is. But Wentz, to be fair, he just had Jahan Dotson, but not Curtis Samuel. And then they got Curtis Samuel back, and then Jahan Dotson's out. So I would still give Wentz another look over Heineke. If we're playing Heineke, we might as well go to Sam Howell. And the third string guy, like yeah, just like for the rest of the season, they're trying to make a playoff push. You know, you can't just constantly just for switch what, quarterbacks though? in and out. Like for out. what? That's like the Giants <laughs> making the playoffs. What are you going to do when you get? What are you going to do when you get there? We uh, Commanders play San Fran this week. Are you taking them as your upset with Heineken? Absolutely not. Just Absolutely like not. if we get to the playoffs, it's an exit unless you get, unless you draw Tampa. Right, that's the only winnable game in the playoffs right now. In that first round. Wait. Which is which looks like Dallas is going to have because I don't think anybody's going to get close to Dallas and getting that top wild card spot. So they're going to be playing Tampa. Yes, Tampa beat them week one, but that was week one. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, looking at the playoff, I, I, I might be right. <laughs> I bring up Tampa just to say you we're talking all this quarterback talk, and the goat is going to be a complete free agent next year. The, the, he's playing play. one more year. The way this Tampa season is going, he's coming back for sure for one more year. The divorce not, will be not, final. not with Tampa. Not with Tampa. Of course not. He yeah. that was that was in the contract. He signed a contract with us just to have no tag, no trade um, clause in the contract itself. So after this year, he's completely done. Tampa can't tag him, trade him, nothing. He's gone. And yeah, I mean. I'm not going to say if San Fran doesn't do what they're supposed to do, but he's been eyeballing San Fran for a while, and it looks like it's either San Fran or New England for him. I can't see him going back. Uh, That's maybe. the word on the street. I, I mean, before this season, he retired to go to the Dolphins with Sean Payton before they hired Mike McDaniel and that whole thing. But uh, Tampa got wind of it, and that's why Tampa just said, okay, we'll just keep your rights and not trade you. And then he ended up coming back to Tampa, and then the Sean Payton thing fell through. They, everybody's already been fined for that, so that's like not even rumored anymore. But uh, Thomas Brady, if the Raiders get frisky and cut Derek Carr, maybe he goes to the Vegas Raiders. I could see I him mean, in Vegas with McDaniels for sure. Yeah. Apparently, Derek Carr was the that you're going to keep that motherfucker. Apparently, that was Derek hey, Carr. I could see a Derek. You, I could definitely see a Derek Carr Tom Brady swap. I hope the entire front office and coaching staff in Tampa. Yeah, how would you so feel about that, Pope? <laughs> Derek Carr. I, the... He's better than Blaine Gabbard and Kyle Trask. I'm gonna say if to, not, if, at, not at 40 million. I mean, I would I wouldn't want to pay any quarterback 40 million that hasn't won a fucking playoff game. 
I mean, that's fair, but it's, I would rather pay him $40 million than to have no. the Blaine Gabbard no, and whoever. Just suck. It, it's no. okay to just suck, bro. No, like, that's what? Okay. No, that's not, that's not okay. No, that <laughs> yes, is not. Is. What are you talking yes, about? It is. <laughs> what? Do you not know who you're talking about? What? You're a little bro. No, you're a little too Tampa fan. Bro, y'all have real talent. You, I know understand that this is like your 10 year old self talking, but y'all have real talent. Like, y'all have receiving cores. Like we y'all have, have one talent. two good we running have backs. One, one. y'all have y'all one. defense is not that far away from being good again. Like it's what it's are you not. Talking? Have you watched Tampa? Yes, I, I mean we. Tampa. I will dedicate an entire podcast episode to pointing out no, why you have, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to get Tampa, your own podcast. Thank this franchise for, <laughs> for what four more Saint years. the bro. franchise, didn't y'all win? Thank it. No, I'm talking about him coming back, him unretiring. Oh, completely okay, sank okay. us because oh, it okay, forced. Okay. Arians out, Todd Bowles in, and the GM paid a bunch of fucking bums to keep this Super Bowl run alive. And we, instead of trimming the fat, we added more to it. And slower veterans and ring chasing people that we had Cole Beasley on our roster at some point. Hey, now he's on the Bills. Somebody, exactly. he's still, he's still got value. Clearly. I'm just, I'm just saying. Look, man, Look, I'm saying you sound God a little too Tampa. comfortable. You sound a little too comfortable, ready to blow it up and tank and all this Damn, stuff. Like there's Damn, teams Tampa out here who have blackout games, and you want to go back to that? You want to go back to that? You couldn't even. We're going back to that. What is the so? What is the point of being this mediocre team that barely can make a playoff and you just get kicked out? We sell because some you're. And tickets? I mean, well, you're not embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so I don't it's know. It's Tampa, like, bro. We were called the Yucks. We had like three straight losers. Why are you so comfortable? Why are you so comfortable going back to that? Like, you should want to <laughs> like be better than that. You're like, oh, we can just do that again. We did it once before. Like, you should not want to. If anyone shouldn't want to do it again, it's someone no. who's already tanked. Why would you want to tank some more or be three. awful again? Like Listen. in the one in fifteen creamsicles. Like, why would you ever want to do that again? Because That's what I'm, I'm just curious. When you have like, a callus of losing, it, it doesn't go away. You know, even I mean? after you won the Super Bowl, that's still yes. how you feel. Yes, Damn, because this is like because this, I feel like you I feel like have I'm a therapist to right no, now. no, because you no, you're not you, understanding the point. No, you, the point is you cannot, you cannot keep rebuilding in place. You have to destroy fucking everything and then rebuild up from a solid foundation. You ask why certain teams just stay at eight and eight forever, like the Titans. The Titans should have been bro. They rebuilding. were thirteen and four. They were the one seed they in the AFC last year. They should have been rebuilding. Their division is trash. So they got fucking what five free wins in one, maybe just oh, off of getting this, bro. Based off this I, logic, there's only going to be like four teams in the NFL not fucking rebuilding. Tampa has had three winning seasons since John Gruden was a coach. In Tampa. And two of them came at the expense of the last two years with Tom Brady. Didn't y'all win one of those two years? We won one in those two years. John Gruden hasn't been the coach since 07. I said winning seasons. Oh, I don't know. I don't care about about anything that happened in 2007. That's my point. If we're talking about aren't you tired of tanking, we've been doing this our entire Two decades, man. Like, I understand. And you're I'd not rather tired them of it? go come. No, I'd rather them no. <laughs> then you're gonna. Who wants to be six a six one team next year? Because oh gee, we got Derek Carr. Absolutely not. Suck. So you can get a shot at Caleb Williams, a shot at Jamar Chase, a shot at the, like even this year. If Tom Brady wasn't here, we could have had Jalen Carter, the freaking stud out of Georgia. Right, but we don't even have a shot at him because Tom Brady's back, and we paid all these bums. So now we're going to be picking in the twenties with a GM that can't draft. If he can't, if he can't draft, then I don't think it matters if you have the first pick or the twentieth pick. Yeah, you might get Zach Wilson. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like the Jets, the Jets said the same thing, and then they drafted Zach Wilson, and then they still got good in spite of that. Well, you don't know that. I don't think. I I I promise you, no one in the Jets thought that Zach Wilson was going to be like this. There were plenty yeah, of people in the media problem. who were saying the same thing. That, that, there were that's tons of people Doug saying Zach be... Wilson was going to be good. Hey, I, this, I'm just I saying it's not you. a. I agree with these... you there. They, they, like, it's it's not an exact science, but if you have yeah, a you, GM, you, that, we've like, had draft classes that have all, that are all out of the league within like the last five years. 
So, so you think that tanking to get a better so, draft pick is going to solve things? I don't know. Yes, because your chances of actually spending a top, a getting a guy that's a top 10 pick that's good versus finding a Justin Jefferson in the 20s is very rare. So you want to be up at the front where you almost can't miss, even with an inept GM. What do you mean almost can't miss? Like most You of these almost can't miss in the top 10. Well, I'm not talking about just getting a quarterback. I'm talking period, talent. You almost cannot miss in the top 10. But try to go find somebody 20 through 30. Ask the Ravens how these wide receivers they keep drafting in mm-hmm. the 20s through 30s are working out versus I mean, just sucking and going to go get thing. Jamar Chase like the Bengals did. It happened. You have to be in the front when you suck at GMing. There's, <laughs> there's, there's more teams who have drafted in the top five and not been the Bengals than what happened with the Bengals. Like the Bengals are the exception to the rule, not a model to go after. That's all I will say on that. It's historically, yes. Lately, there's been a lot of talent littered in them top tens. Okay, Outside well, I'm the going, quarterback classes. I'm just the going off class. of. I'm going off of not only just NFL. You can make the same case for the NBA as well. And like you can't, can't name one can't team in NBA. You can't, can't name do what. Not in, I can't do it because the NBA literally has draft classes where there's only like two good people and the rest of the class is throwaways or Euros chat. I mean, that's, that's fine. Bad. And yeah, you can say the same thing for so quarterback. Hard. It's so hard to hit. Yeah, you can. It's so hard to hit NBA draft, just period. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying in sports in general, I feel like people tend to overvalue tanking because I have yet to see a tanking team in any sport come back in the next – three, five years and win a, a ring. I haven't seen it. doesn't really happen. Most of the times, teams are good, and then they catch a break or they add a player, and then they become great. Like, people don't tank and then become great. Like, I, I just don't see it. And the only time that a team has really drafted someone that's taken them over the top was when the Chiefs got Mahomes, and they, you know, they did it that way. But, like, that like, well, that was a trade-off. Yeah, and how many Mahomeses are there? Like, and they did, and they weren't even in the top ten. You know what I mean? Like, that this was a trade up. So the, they they were already a good team with Alex Smith. They just traded up for Mahomes. Yeah, and but they didn't need to fucking tank because they were like, oh, we can never win a ring with Alex Smith, so let's blow it all up and tank. Like that's not how it happened. Like that's not how these things happen. Uh, I hear you. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can't think of any team, you know, that tanked and instantly became a contender within the next couple of seasons either. Yeah, it doesn't happen. No, a lot of tanking teams the... just tank. Um, and then they keep fucking tanking. Yeah. And that's all they do is tank. That's, I don't so that's, know. I, I don't know. That, like, it, so that's my really thing. Like, cause it, it, well, in the NFL, it's all Like, I hear what so you're saying. A tanking, a tanking team in the NFL naturally is still a bad team usually. You're just tanking the last couple of games to ensure your spot. You're not tanking in a whole season, right? Tanking a whole season would be like, hey, Sam Ellinger, you're a starter for the whole year. That's tanking a whole season. You can't sell that to the coaches or the fan base like you said earlier. So it's hard to do unless you're like either really grounded like Bill Belichick who did tank a couple of times. Uh, I or- mean, that's my, my only thing is just the idea of we need to be as bad as possible and instead of just being like, okay, maybe we took a step back to take two steps forward, or maybe we just like are like decent for you. Like, I just don't, the idea of we just have to be as bad as possible to start over, like, just doesn't really work. That, that's my only main point, to be honest. Yeah, long term, of course not, because you, you have way too many holes. I mean, maybe you can say the Jaguars tank to get Trevor Lawrence. Well, they maybe. were bad for many years, but I mean, well, I guess not they, really. they, they had the Jalen Ramsey. Bad. They had the yeah, Jaylen I guess Ramsey they had Blake Bortles. They had a little, they had a little yeah. run, I guess. But they were so, bad for a few so years. So they prior. they tanked. To they were get terrible. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, they they, they tanked to get Trevor Lawrence, and then as soon as they got him, handed the keys over to Urban Meyer, and then now this year they have completely revamped that entire team and scheme. So Trevor Lawrence may be a playoff quarterback within his rookie contract, which to me that would be a successful tank job. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, I think they, they're they, far they and few between. They're far yeah. and few between, right? But well, like, but tre- yeah, you got to hit on happen. Trevor Lawrence. Ain't that many Trevor Lawrence out there? So That's what we'll I'm see. Saying. But all right, we're gonna take a break, come back, and get these picks out the way. All right, we're back uh, so. after a heated tanking debate that I won. 
Uh, we're going to get into some some picks, some locks, some upsets. Uh, I know I went 0-2 last week. Very nasty. And oh, I, got, I, got, I got spanked last week. I can't even hold you. That was one That's of my worst bet on your favorite team. That's why yeah. I don't bet on the Ravens. I'll never do that again. Bro, speaking of which, I can't believe we went this whole podcast to not discussing how the Colts gave up a 33-point lead. <laughs> and I, I just want to say, like, I wasn't even mad. I like once it got to about thirty-three to fourteen, I think, or like thirteen or something like that. I like live bet the Vikings money line. I already knew the vibes, so it was actually you know it's kind of cool to see it happen. You know, in real time, it was it was something. It was like it was cool to see it happen. I mean, that's one thing you could say. It probably it was, sucks. It was, cold it was fan, but you could find the silver lining somewhere. I mean, I, just, I mean, look, where look, Pope should be proud if like if that's the type of game. That Pope, I'm sure you felt that's what you you're felt, supposed to do, fellas. That, that's see, what you're supposed to do. You see what I'm saying? Like we, that's the Pope strategy right that's there. That's what you're supposed to do. Go, I, get I up, don't, I don't understand why Jeff Saturday is even trying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he can try and still lose, so why not? You know what I'm saying? But that shit was crazy. All that to say, last week was a crazy week uh, in the name of NFL betting. Uh, you don't, you don't I, kick your friends when you're down. I ain't even touch you about it, bro. Because I was just like, man, I, I know you. I, mean, I, I know was, you I mean, on the season, but oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm barely even a fan to be honest at this point. I already boycotted <laughs> once, so it might be a permanent boycott the second time <laughs> until Jim Irsay is removed uh, or sober, one of the two. Uh, all right, so let's start. We're gonna get uh, with our picks. Um, Pope, you can go first. Who, who's your your lock? All right, my lock for the week is going to be Chargers over the Colts. Um, right now it's at four and a half, which I think is insulting to the Chargers because Nick Foles is moving lines that much. But the Chargers, if you consider yourself a serious franchise and an actual football team, there is not a chance in hell that you should be struggling to beat this Indianapolis Colts. This version of them this week, I'm not insulting their entire existence, but there's no way that you are not beating them by at least a touchdown. There's way too much time on the Chargers roster. Hey man, the, the, Col- hey, the Colts, the Colts be, be covering games. I can't hold you. They're not. They don't be winning, but they be covering. <laughs> I mean, they have some pride, right? They have some pride. They, the defense is good. The defense is is pretty solid. They be trying. The defense be trying. It's just. And that's the thing. I don't mind the defense. Right now, I can only name you Stephon Gilmore and what Buckner is the only two Colts players that's played in the last few weeks. Um, missing Darius Leonard and what Kenny Moore, I think, too. So like your starting corner and the the best player on your defense. But yeah, the other linebacker's been good though. They've they've it's actually been a little alarming to see how easily Darius uh not Darius Shaquille Leonard has uh been like replaceable. You know what I mean? Like the defense is still pretty good it's just like wow you know like these linebackers like I, I, i'm not looking at the linebacker group and being like well, damn you know it's a big hole here like not really yeah. you know what i mean like no nothing you can't even really say anything when the defense has been a real issue or needs like a big upgrade you know what i mean so now i'm looking at the winter contract kind of weird because it's like i don't know what to do here but he is good so it is what it is but i mean good pick you know i think you know i i I, I have no faith in Nick Foles to be doing anything. So oh, yeah, Nick Foles is starting. Yeah, what is going on? Like what two games in the last three years? Like, yeah, two commit, years? committed yeah, no. to Nick Foles for the rest of the season at that. I think it's pretty good. Nick Foles is still in the you league. Can't, you can't bring Matt Ryan back and bench him three times in one year. That would be crazy. They even made up like a fake injury the first time. It was like, yeah, he might be on the IR for the rest of the season. <laughs> I mean, they look, tried man, to look out for him. I don't he, know why they brought him back. They should have just committed with Sam. Nah, Sam. This is, Sam. This Sam is was what embarrassing. I'm Sam. Nah, this Sam is what I'm saying, bro. Nah, nah, nah. The, like that. Like I'm somebody. Just, like somebody would have punched somebody in the face if no, Sam was the quarterback the whole look, year. There's no way the defense would have gone out. Why there. does he have a job? Then you should. I don't, even I don't have know. A White job privilege. If White you are privilege. not a confident quarterback, period. You shouldn't even have a job. Because what is Sam I mean, doing to help Matt Ryan or Nick Foles? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. His existence on the team 
means nothing. Just a body so, to fill up the 53 yeah. man roster. I mean, but it's just like, I guess it's just not that many quarterbacks in the world. Like, somebody, you know what I mean? Like, the bar is just that low for a third-string quarterback. I, you know, I don't know. What and else then the Colts, the Colts, you watched your 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 pick from last year. You watched the Eagles parlay that into, like, A.J. Brown or some shit. Like, tank, bro. Just tank. Put an elevator tank. Call Jeff Saturday off the couch to coach the team. That's cute. But, like, just finish the job, man. I mean, I don't even like any of these quarterbacks in this draft, to be honest. So I don't even like. I don't think. I don't think any of these quarterbacks are about to be like Trevor Lawrence or Patrick Mahomes or, you know, like changing the entire direction of a franchise. Like I don't think any of these quarterbacks are that. So it is what it is. I think it's a bad year to tank, if even if you yeah. are trying to tank. Uh, Kyrie, find what's you your a, pick? Find you a tackle or something. Right. Um, my lock for the week. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going with the Bengals at the Patriots. Um, Bengals are leading the division now. Um, and I'm sure they want to maintain that lead, so they you know want to continue winning or whatever. That'll also knock the Patriots back a little bit. Um, I think the Bengals are hit. They've already hit like a really good stride. Uh, Joe Burrow's in the MVP conversation. Jamar Chase, you know, he's back and he's looking good. Uh, they just have. I think they have too much for the Patriots. And I don't think – they don't have an elite defense, the Bengals. I don't even think they have a great defense. But the Patriots' offense is just so terrible that I don't think they'll be able to keep up with points. So, going with the Bengals. Super solid. Yeah, very solid. Super solid. Yeah, no, those are two picks I would make in real life. And, uh, you know, for for the sake of this, I won't copy either pick, but – I think those were the best two picks on the board in terms of the favorites. Um, so I'm going to go with a team that has been sneakily pretty hot um, going against uh, – well, I mean, I guess both teams have kind of been hot. Um, but it's a team that I, I feel like has been playing decent. So they're at home. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers over the Raiders. Uh, minus two and a half. Um, I, I was tempted to go with the Chiefs, but ten points is a lot. Against Gino. Who's the quarterback of the Steelers this week? Uh, I still think it's. I think is Pickett, Pickett, is Pickett, I think Pickett is coming back. Protocol yeah, or? I think Pickett is cleared. I think he is cleared. This is pick. This is assuming he is clear. I'm pretty sure he's cleared it. Um, I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, I think he cleared he's it. Going almost back. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be Kenny Pickett back. I'd be much more nervous if it was Mr. Bisky. Um, but I think. Just in general, the Steelers have been trending up. I mean, I know the Raiders have gotten some wins lately as well, but, you know, they just don't look as impressive. I mean, you know, like the, the New England shit, like, you know, that that was like the dumbest play I've ever seen by an individual, probably maybe in any sport, <laughs> let alone NFL. Like that was, I mean, Jacoby Myers, Jesus. I mean, they, they blew the fucking game to the Baker Mayfield. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, the Raiders, you know, they're cool, but I, I like, I think Pittsburgh actually looked pretty good. They can run the ball. Um, so defense is cool. So I'm like, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I don't, you know, don't feel super confident in the picks, but I think, I think, uh, the home team will win out. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. I'm not mad at it. The Raiders are just so, I don't know. They suck. I just goes. don't know what they make of the Steelers, man. I just like, yeah, they got a win last week, but it's like, it's Carolina. I mean, look, man, somebody had to win the game. Yeah. You yeah. know, I you know, I'm just gonna take Mike Tomlin over Dawson Daniels. Like that's you know that's hundred percent every time. Nah, I like I, I don't I don't hate it, but I, I guess my expectations of the Raiders are still high for whatever reason and they shouldn't be because like they've shown us who they are and every week we're like, This is the week they're gonna turn around. Just like last year and they just don't. All right, uh I guess that leaves me with the the upset pick to lead off. Um I wanted to ride with Detroit because they Served me well last week on my upset pick, but they are favored in the game against Carolina right now. So that forces me to take. I'm going to take the Saints over the Browns as my upset pick. Um, there's no rhyme or reason. I just think the Browns right now, it's taking them a while to hit their stride. Uh, they're playing to the level of their competition. And I mean, I mean Deshaun Watson's just kind of ass right now. Like, you know, like he hasn't played football in like two years. I, yeah, I think he's just rusty. He he shows flashes of like what he used to be, but he's like, whoa, people are faster than what I remember. Like I can, he he's yeah. kind of getting back those like instincts to you know that part, but I don't think he's going to fully regain his form this year. 
And the whole I never thought he would. The offense I is kind of looking better with Jacoby Brissett, to be honest. Yeah, I thought the um, idea of him coming back and, you know, for the playoffs and leading them was kind of far-fetched. You know, he hasn't played in almost two years. Absolutely. And it's destroying their team identity, right? Like, the with Jacoby Brissett, they were not playing conservative, but it was pretty much, we're going to take a shot or two with Amari Cooper, but, like, Nick Chubb is pretty much just going to carry. Yeah, Nick Chubb numbers have gone down crazy. The only two people whose numbers are actually up since Deshaun Watson is Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's turned yeah. into Randy Moss, apparently, and uh, David Njoku. That's it. Everybody else's numbers are completely down. But, I, that, hey, man, Andy Dalton in the Saints, I'm just going to ride with that. Uh, Demario Davis versus Nick Chubb is going to be a fun matchup to watch because I like Demario Davis. But, um, yeah, I, I look for the Saints to show some fight, throw in a couple gadget plays. Uh, I think Cleveland's defense is pretty trash besides two people, which is Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett. All right. Uh, my upset is a little spicy this week, but I like it, man. I'm going with the Seahawks at the Chiefs. I don't really think the Seahawks are going to win, but I don't think they're going to lose by 10 points. I think um, the Chiefs defense is really bad. Uh, they have a really – if you look at the numbers and everything, they have a really high-scoring offense, but a really terrible defense. I mean, I think teams are allowing – they're averaging – like at least like 270, you know, through the air on them. Um, the Seattle is playing for a wild card spot. You know, they're competing with both NFC East teams, um, both being the Giants and the Commanders. They're competing with the Lions, you know, so they kind of have to edge out a win. They're going to have to score to keep up with the uh, Chiefs offense. I think Geno definitely throws a pick or two, but I think it'll be a, a closer game than what the books were saying. And Houston almost edged the Chiefs last week. Yeah. So low key, the Chiefs also have kicking problems. I have Harrison Butker in a couple of leagues, and he's been trash for like the last yeah. two or three weeks. Tim is just such a big line. Like, I don't know. I think that that's a good potential for an upset. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I, I mean, I, I actually, I don't know. That, that game's kind of tough because I mean, the Chiefs definitely let some mediocre teams. Stick around, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be betting against the Chiefs at home. Um, all right, my pick. It's just, I mean, this is really just a narrative play. Um, two very bad teams, you know. So it's kind of so. I'm just gonna again go with the home team. Go with the team that has more motivation to actually win since they don't have their own pick. Uh, so you know, tanking isn't really an option. So I'm gonna go with the Rams over the Broncos. Um. I will I will be fading Brett Ripien, uh, or even better Russell Wilson's back that you know is just as fine as well. Uh, Ouch! You know, shit. It what might is. be more. It, it might be more fine. I don't remember the last time Denver put up you know twenty four points. Uh, That's such a sad reality. <laughs> you know, like you know they put up to twenty eight, I guess, against the Chiefs, but you know Russ. Got it's hurt midway through that game. Yeah, you know, yeah. he got hurt midway through the game either. I remember the last time that Russ has played a full game and put up 24 points uh, start to finish. So, you know, if he's back, that probably helps me, you know. Uh, uh, Technically, he hasn't this season, by the way. Yeah, yeah. the, the Rams, only game that was close was the Broncos-Raiders, and they had 23 points, which I believe had some, like, defensive touchdown. Yeah, so, so – <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> the Rams at least have some motivation to win just because they don't have their own pick. So it's just like, why not, you know, kind of end the year on some good vibes. You know, Baker's obviously quarterbacking for his future NFL life. Uh, you know, they got a lot of players who, you know, they're like, I'm not going to be on the Rams next year, but I got to get some good tape out there. Like, you know, like Cam Akers, yeah. you know. They got a lot of playing for pride. Playing yeah, for pride. They're playing for their jobs for next year. Like free at pride. Yeah. You know, uh so I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Rams at home. You know, if Aaron Donald plays, that'll be even better. Um but you know, the defense isn't hasn't really been the problem for the Rams. So I mean I will be hammering the under on this game. Uh and I think the Rams will, you know, maybe they can win like thirteen to ten or something. I'll probably do the under on that as well. Seems like it's going to be a terrible game. 
I'm Aaron Donald. I'm not rushing back to a four and ten team led by. I mean, yeah, he's questionable. So I mean, I doubt he plays the rest of the year. I mean, it doesn't make much sense to play him. I would shut shut all them down. Him, Ramsey, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, as well. I mean, a four and ten. (laughs) What's the point? I mean, yeah, like like I said, it's not like they're helping their own draft position. That's all. Four and ten is crazy. But yeah, four and ten after the Super Bowl is pretty wild. Yeah, so yeah, those are the those are the uh, the picks, the locks, the upsets. Uh, anybody got any special Christmas plans they want to share before we head out? My man, it's a regular Christmas for me. Hey man, I wanted to I wanted to go outside and take the kids to something. They have like a little ice thing down at the Gaylord, a couple little events in Chanton, DC. But outside is the most expensive I've ever seen outside in my life. So <laughs> I got the in-laws in town and we just gonna kick it here, brother. Okay. I hear that. Yeah, it, outside is ridiculous prices right now. So that's a that's yeah. a no-go for me. And I gotta <laughs> pay for five tickets. So it ain't just me. It's five tickets, man. Five. It's five, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's five. There's it's me, the wife, that's three little ones. And they, they don't they don't let kids in for free at some of this stuff no more. Everybody, if you got a heartbeat, you can use a ticket. <laughs> your own. <laughs> hey, you don't give yeah, a that's... thing about age. Yeah, that's crazy. Sorry, bro. Hey, yeah, man. Hey. Lee, ain't no I sorry know. to me. They just ain't going. <laughs> we going to get creative in this house. <laughs> Some painting sips is about to happen. <laughs> Boy, head to Michaels. Hey, I mean it's cold. It's cold out anyway. It'd be all right. Not even snowing. They can't even enjoy it. Not even fun. Nope. Just just rain. Just gonna be. This <laughs> <laughs> is a dreary Christmas. It's and it's. And I haven't recalled the last Christmas. I was like on what? It's Christmas on Monday or something like that. Sunday. Sunday, yeah, yeah, that's a random day to have Christmas. Yeah, I think it's observed on Monday, so a lot of people are, including myself. Hey so, man, cool. I, it's observed as of today to me. I'll yeah, see y'all no, on January third, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my guy. On that note, you know, I'll, uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, have to figure out if we're doing something before New Year's or after New Year's or what's what's going on, but. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk soon. Definitely before the playoffs. All right, let's get it, y'all. Hey, happy holidays, y'all. Make sure y'all happy holidays, y'all bets for sure. And let uh, show me your parlays. Like mention me on Twitter. Let me know <laughs> so, I can, <laughs> so I can tell them, Joyce. <laughs> don't don't tell parlays. Just yeah. hey, man, I got the singles. I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep it a real with y'all. I got like. 1850 in my FanDuel right now. I've been going crazy on the NBA NBA player props. Sing, yeah, singles, on, singles only. Singles only. Every bet oh, over dollars. We're we're making a group chat. In a yeah. second. Let's oh. let's talk, Roddy. One yeah. unit. Yeah, one 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 unit. A hundred dollars. That's how we. That's how we come in. Hey, I'm, I'm addicted to the parlays. That's my problem. Yeah. See, one <laughs> one day when you grow up and you come to the single the single life, the single life is is when I started actually profiting. Yep. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, y'all. All right. Happy holidays, All right, y'all. Sure.